0: Talk, talk. It's, real talk. it's real talk. Yeah. With the main chip Washington. It's, it's real talk. talk. Main is real talk with your main chip Washington. When it comes to information, the main got an arsenal. Bring you up to speed with what you need. He's a local and nationwide news feed. Let's talk about it. Dialect to do something about it. chip got the flow wide open if you got questions about it. Main, it's the show that brings you to your raw to solve all problems. Real talk, it's real talk.
1: Check, check. One, two, one, two. Here we go. Here we go. On this Monday evening, 6 o'clock, your friend, the humble host, Chip Washington here. This is Real Talk Memphis. Very happy to have you with us wherever it is you are checking us out. And speaking of wherever it is you are checking us out, you can do it one of uh, a few ways. You can actually catch us on uh, WYXR. Uh, 91.7 on your FM dial live right now. You can also catch us live on wyxr.org or org. You can catch us live there. Just hit listen live. Or you can catch us on the TuneIn app. You can also catch us live there. Just put in wyxr in the search and press the button and you'll hear us crystal clearly. Now, for those of you who might actually miss this fine piece of radio broadcasting, Uh, we're a podcast so we will be posted tomorrow about tomorrow afternoon we'll be on um uh, on the podcast platforms or wherever it is you get your podcast now how you doing everybody doing okay last uh we checked in seven days ago i hope everybody is doing well feeling well uh i know a lot of folks in and out of town on vacation doing their thing and the whole nine yards and and if you are uh back welcome back and if you are about to head out well, have a great time uh as uh we move forward on this uh last monday in june last monday in june this week this year is going by so so fast good gracious we have a good show for you tonight or at least i hope you think we will have a good show for you tonight i'm talking about a variety of different subjects and a variety of different issues so it's is what makes life interesting and entertaining and before uh I move on to the birthdays, not yet. Uh, I want to say a hi to London and Crystal Tucker. Chris, <laughs> Crystal is, if, if for those of you who are on off YouTube or Facebook, Crystal Tucker, uh, a.k.a. Red Velvet, is a legend on the social media side. And she and her granddaughter, very cute little girl named London, did a little video for me. Uh, it's on my page, and you. Should, if you go to it, you'll see it. The camera's upside down, and and Crystal's trying to get uh, London to say, "Hey, you know, we need to check out Real Talk with Chip Washington." And Crystal, I mean, and London is saying she wants to watch something that has to do with being a child, not <laughs> the radio thing. So, but eventually, Crystal got London to say, "Okay." You know, watch, listen to Chip Washington, real talk with Chip Washington. So I want to say a special hello uh, to all of those folks out there. Now, how about it if you're celebrating a birthday or have celebrated a birthday, this is for you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the birthday birthday roll call has begun. Happy Happy birthday birthday to Keisha Hamilton, to Taylor Miles, to Belinda Jennings Watkins, uh, Happy birthday to Frederick Tappen. Uh, happy birthday to my friend, Mr. Benny Cobb. Y'all know Benny. Benny's celebrating a birthday on, the, on uh, today. Uh, happy birthday to Angela Harris, to Shannon Bryant. Happy birthday to Tony Williams, Sherika Myers, Will Nelson. You're celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday to you, Sharon Molman. You too are celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to you and my friend. We're gonna get her back on the show. She's been on my show a couple of times. You know her as Miss Fit Diva. Real name, Dina D. Taylor. She is celebrating a birthday as well. And if you don't, if you're not big into like, you know, body shaming, you know, like I am, don't look at her. She's really fit, she's really in great shape. So anyway, happy birthday to each and every one whether you celebrated over the weekend or you're celebrating today or you had a special occasion over the weekend or you had a graduation over the weekend. happy, happy, happy joy, joy, joy and congratulations to each and every one of you. All right, well, as we normally do this time of the show, it's news and notes and yeah, it's 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 not always the best in the news world, but, it's reality, and it's what we have to deal with, so we deal with it. Now, um, first of all, for you folks who are unemployed and collecting that $300 uh, bonus check from uh, unemployment insurance from the pandemic, that's going to end at the end of this week. So you might want to start, you know, dusting off the shoes and, and getting your clothes ready to get back to work because the unemployment benefits will end on July the 3rd, Okay. All right, just don't say don't say I didn't tell you, and don't say you weren't warned. Uh, on a more on a more down note, uh, it was another especially violent weekend in uh, Memphis and Shelby County. Um, four dead uh, last night. Uh, one of those was a triple homicide. Uh, the suspect did turn himself in this afternoon. Uh, unfortunately uh, he killed two women and a man he did say something to the effect that the devil made him do it but uh, 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 nonetheless a very very sad and tragic situation so prayers go out to all of those uh, who were affected total of 10 people shot and seven deaths in uh, Memphis and Shelby County including uh, in the county uh, 14 year old boy uh, was uh, killed yesterday pronounced deceased, uh, and um, he was shot and killed by another juvenile, a second juvenile, whose age was not released, but he was arrested and charged with reckless homicide, 14 years old. Uh, Do you hear about the off-duty Memphis police officer who was involved in a very serious accident a couple of days ago, speeding? He was speeding at very high rate of speed. Hit a car so hard, it split the car in two. And unfortunately, uh, two people in those vehicles uh, were uh, were killed. So um, that that's and then and then of course the one that everybody seems to be having a conversation about is uh, do you hear about the uh, woman who's now behind bars allegedly uh, shot and killed her child's father at a Memphis McDonald's on Getwell on Saturday. Uh, the twenty-year-old uh, victim. Was in the driver's seat of his vehicle. Uh, the suspect pulled up in front of him, blocked him, got out of her car, walked up to the driver's side, pulled out a gun, uh, and shot him in the head. He was killed on the spot. Uh, the driver of the other vehicle, the suspect, is identified as Dominique Harris, age 32. Oh, and by the way, uh, did you know that the permitless carry gun? Law goes into effect on Thursday. Thursday is uh, July 1st, and that is when that new law goes into effect. So you heard what I just said a minute ago about all this, and now we're going to have a permitless carry, which means you don't have to have a license, you don't have to have a background check, or anything else. You can just carry a gun, and God help us all. And I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard and there are going to be some very, very bad ramifications uh, behind it. There is a reason why most law enforcement authority and even um, uh, state's attorneys generals, local attorneys generals are against all of this, all right? So uh, if you hadn't heard, uh, Derek Chauvin, the man who was uh, convicted uh, in the killing of George Floyd, received 22 and a half years in prison, Uh, as his sentence, and that happened a couple of days ago. So I guess that puts that to rest. Let's shift gears, shall we? Because I know for many of us, we tend to forget about the fact that uh, the COVID-19 virus uh, has dissipated. Well, it hasn't. There is a new variant that is out that I'm sure many of you have heard of by now called um, the Delta variant. And it is more efficacious, which means it spreads a lot quicker uh, than the original virus does. And it is here in Shelby County, and it's starting to spread a bit, which means that you need to be fully vaccinated. Go and get your vaccination shot. Go and get the vaccine, okay? It's not going to cost you anything, but a few minutes of time is free. There are plenty of tests available. There are plenty of vaccines available. So please... Please, please, please. Because, you know, this particular virus um, is worse than the last virus that we have from the the, the U.K. Uh, and it spreads a whole lot faster. So we really, really need to, to, to get on the ball and start getting these vaccinations. Um, Arkansas has rising cases now. Mississippi has seen rising cases once again. Missouri has seen rising cases once again and parts of Oklahoma are looking at a rise in COVID cases so man this is this is serious stuff here and uh you know really I'm, I'm gonna keep beating that beat. and you know and I know that there are plenty of folks out there who have whatever reason they have for not wanting to get vaccinated but look we're talking about life or death here okay and I want you around so you can help to listen to my show and you can tell people how great it is and all that kind of good stuff on the serious side though you really do need to to, to do that, and uh, let's see, I had another something here I was gonna say, oh, by the way, uh, air travel is, is really revving up, uh, Southwest Airlines has had problems ever since uh, they started to ratchet up uh, in terms of flights in the whole nine yards, they've had computer issues, they've had personnel issues, and they had to cancel thousands of flights the last couple of days uh, because the demand outweighs the staff, okay? So, um, you know, again, if you're going to be traveling anywhere and you're going to be doing it by air, I would strongly urge you, particularly from here, give yourself at least two hours because the lines are crazy long. They're ridiculously long. And you need to make sure that you are where you need to be when you need to be there. And, uh, you know, that way you won't be missing flights and, and, and doing everything else. Let me get back to the vaccine for a minute. Late this afternoon, Christian Brothers University, Has said that if you don't have a vaccine, if you haven't gotten a vaccine, you are not allowed on that campus. That means if you are a a current live on campus resident, that means if you are going back and forth to, to, to study at the CBU, that means if you're a staff member, that means if you're in athletics, no vaccination, no campus, no anything else. You're just done. And you need to get it done. If, if, if and they they're a private school, so they can pretty much do what they want. But if you if you're not vaccinated, and 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 you have to be fully vaccinated, by the way, not just this one shot deal. And they need proof. So I don't know if this is a trend or not, but um, I know that uh, uh, Rhodes College earlier had determined that they were going to charge three thousand dollars per year for students that were not vaccinated. So this could be a very interesting trend. And uh, finally, um, really, prayers go out to uh, all the folks who are affected by the building condo collapse in Miami, Florida. I mean, we've all seen the news. We've, we've all seen the pictures. It's, it's horrific. So far, there have been nine confirmed deaths. There are 150-plus people who are still missing. So please, please, please uh, keep them in your thoughts and prayers and keep them lifted because uh, it's been five days. And now, um, you know, they're still in a search and rescue mode. But, you know, every day that goes by that, that you can't find someone, you know, living, that's, that just adds to more tragedy. So let us all pray for each and every one of those individuals. That's going to do well. Oh, no, well, actually, one more thing. Uh, Penny Hardaway, head coach of the Memphis Tigers, has interviewed for the head coaching job, for the Orlando Magic, which is the team he used to play for, by the way, uh, for several years. Uh, And it has been said that he is being seriously considered for that position. So will the University of Memphis be looking for a new head basketball coach? It is very entirely possible. So maybe if not today, it could be sometime this week. So prepare, Tigers fans. We may have to start the search all over again because I think that uh, the more zeros they put – On the contract, (laughs) the quicker penny is going to be out of here. All right. That is it for news and notes on this Monday. We are going to take our first break. Uh, Jack and Adam manning the boards this evening. And when we come back, we will get the show started. What do you say? We're going to talk about road and highway safety and how you need to slow down and how you need to watch out for those folks who are fixing our streets, our roads, and our highways. This is Real Talk Memphis I am Chip. You know who you are. We will be right back.
2: You're listening to Real Talk with Chip Washington. If you're celebrating a birthday, anniversary, or special occasion, shoot him a note and he'll read it on the air. Get involved and tell somebody about Real Talk. We'll be right back. This is Bishop Phoebe Rofe of the Episcopal Diocese of West Tennessee. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. at WYXR 91.7 FM to hear conversations with community leaders about the role of faith in their lives. That's Faithfully Memphis right here on WYXR FM.
1: And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis. Uh, your host, your humble host, Chip Washington, here on this Monday. Hope you are doing well. And uh, have you, I have a question for you. Did you, first of all, did you know that this was National Safety Month? Well, if you didn't know that, it's National Safety Month. And um, this is something that really needs to be talked about. Because when you think about, the first thing you think about is the I-40 bridge, right, that's been shut down that they're trying to fix. But just think about all the roads, all the highways, all the streets in town that need to be fixed, Um, you know, have work done here, there, and everywhere. And also think about the fact that the individuals that do this are pretty much risking their lives, too, because a lot of folks really don't pay a lot of attention, and a lot of folks speed, and a lot of folks do other things, putting them in harm's way. We're going to talk a little bit about that. My first guest is... Jeremy Ramberg, and he is uh, the director of shared services for Lehman Roberts and is uh, someone who can uh, talk uh, pretty clearly about National Safety Month and what it means for construction, utilities and road crews. Jeremy, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it.
3: Hey, thanks, Chip. It's, uh, it's quite the opportunity to be with you tonight, so thanks
1: for having me on. Absolutely. So listen, it's National Safety Month, and of course, uh, this is obviously your business. Talk about the concept of National Safety Month and what it is you all want other folks to know in reference to uh, keeping these folks who work on our streets and roads safe.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's the 25th anniversary of National Safety Month, and really, it's for all industries, not just the road industry. We're part of the road industry, and we're out in the motoring public, and you know we are road builders. But as you said, just think about all of the uh, utilities. You know, think of your AT&T, your Memphis Gas and Light. Anybody out working in the roads, um, doing community or doing um work for the community and make sure that we can live and thrive and and uh you know have the quality of life that we want um and this national safety month just brings awareness to that for people the motoring public to watch out for us because um you know we're out working in the roads like you said just think that's the construction workers office where they report to every day yeah they're up there in the roadway uh, they got families at home that are depending on them to come back, and uh,
1: it's dangerous work out there. Absolutely is. And how do you? I mean, how do you push that message? How do we? Um, inform the public that you know what these are people just like you and they have a job to do. it's a dangerous job that they do on a daily basis but they want to come home too. What's the biggest issue that that you find um, in terms of of folks uh, you know out out and about is it because they're speeding? is it because they're really not paying attention to what's going on or or or, or what do you find in terms of that?
3: Yeah, you kind of nailed it you know um, speeds are up for some reason the traffic volumes are down not for some reason i mean the pandemic decreased the traffic volumes but with that decrease in volumes the speeds have increased on our roads here in memphis and we see a lot of that uh speeding through work zones um is a most common thing and i'd say the second most common thing distracted driving yeah you know grabbing the cell phone and taking a peek at a text or whatnot Uh, it just takes a couple of seconds to travel a very long way on the roadway and if you're not paying attention, um, bad things can happen.
1: Yeah, speaking with uh, Jeremy Ramberg, he is the director of shared services for Lehman Roberts, and he's talking to us about National Safety Month. And and one of the biggest things that you said there was about distracted driving, cell phones, and other things that that, that take our attention away from the road now you know we see a lot of uh in some of the bigger highways you know you have those those uh those big i don't know what they call them they they may have the announcements on them you know that say you know road work up. yeah yeah yeah, the billboards and things like that are they really making a difference in terms of what you all see um as uh, to try to be you utilize that as a preventative measure for folks you know at least to try to pay attention a little more attention on the roads
3: I, I would hope so. You know, when they flash up uh, the fatality numbers on our roadways and to slow down, I would hope that people are paying attention to that. And when they come up on, you know, the the, the classic yellow cones in the summertime, the road work, people are frustrated because they're going to have to slow down, but um, that they would just slow down to think a second, like, hey, this is somebody's work zone. There's people here that that uh, they're, they're trying to make my life better. Let me slow down and, and give them some room and be safe as I transit their workspace.
1: The biggest issue that all of us are dealing with right now is the work on I-40 bridge. Um, it has just it has completely just decimated everything we know as normal, particularly that back and forth uh, traffic going across that bridge and now 55 is bearing the brunt of that weight. Um, in what you do, is there any thought to perhaps fifty-five taking the brunt of all of the traffic that would be crossing on forty on a daily basis on that bridge, and maybe any concerns that uh, you know you all might be thinking about or you might have in reference to its durability?
3: Yeah, well, I I, I am glad that you know the Tennessee Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Department of Transportation they are working very diligently to make sure the Die 40 bridge opens up safe and reliable. And uh, you know, I have confidence that that they are not going to put us in harm's way and put us on the 55 bridge if they did not feel it was safe and reliable for that volume of traffic um, to go across it uh, every day. Um, you know, really. When you think of that, that's part of our infrastructure, right? Our, right? our economy, the communities, you know, everything revolves around infrastructure, whether it's roads or water, communication, so we can have a conversation like this. You know, the infrastructure is a huge part of, of uh, what we provide to the communities. And, and I have confidence in TDOT and, and uh, Arkansas Department of Transportation on that.
1: So one of the biggest issues um, out here right now is the... Uh, I guess the employment issue, a lot of uh, places and a lot of businesses and a lot of everybody everywhere are looking for people to work, are looking for people to get out there. Are you finding that that is um, indicative of what is going on in in this particular you know industry in terms of road construction and utilities and road crews and things like that? Is there a shortage of uh, eligible qualified workers or, or is it just the opposite?
3: No, you are absolutely right, and and so in the road industry, we we are struggling to find uh, em, you know employees to come come work, um, but construction and utilities as a whole are having the same struggle, same struggle as we are.
1: That is uh, pretty telling, and you know I guess when when you when you talk about having those type of struggles, I would imagine that. Depending on the project, uh, wherever it is and whatever the project is, it could take a lot longer to get completed because of the uh, the, the shortage of manpower.
3: That's absolutely right. We can't uh, you know have as many crews working, or maybe there are shortage. So a three day project may take a couple extra days because of the manpower. Uh, it's a it's a real concern and a challenge for us to to get our crews fully filled with uh, employees.
1: So before you go, uh, give our listeners, if you will, just some just some pointers, just some things to remember, just some, you know, just some uh, some direction, something for us to think about when we are driving these roads and, and and drag racing up and down highways and putting people in peril. But just just some things, some reminders uh, to people in reference uh, to those folks out there working, if you wouldn't mind.
3: Yeah, I'd I'd even make it personalized to myself. You know, when I'm driving down the road and my phone dings or vibrates, I stop and think just for that second. It is not worth me taking my concentration off the road to answer that text. Whoever it is, they can wait until I get there. So so my point is for the traveling public, remember that you are the captain of your vehicle and you are responsible for everything that vehicle does. And just when you're driving, Take that mindset and your phone can wait. Your speeds, you know, if if we're going around the loop on the 240 and uh, I'm driving 80 miles an hour, if I slow down to 55 miles an hour, the speed limit, it's only going to take me like an extra minute to get to my destination. You right. don't need to drive 80 miles an hour. Right. Um, so don't answer the phone and, and uh, drive a reasonable speed, especially in the construction zone.
1: Well, absolutely that. Jeremy Ramberg, Director of Shared Services for Lehman Roberts. Thank you for coming on the show. And thank you for talking about something that we honestly uh, tend to take for granted. And, I mean, I know I have in the past as well. I mean, I'm very cautious of folks out working on streets and roads and highways. But, I mean, generally speaking, you know, we're all focused on other things and doing other things. But thank you for uh, narrowing the focus on this. And I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you, Chip. Have a great night.
1: You too. Thank you. Jeremy Ramberg, ladies and gentlemen. And listen, these are some points that you need to, to, to listen to and you need to appreciate and you need to understand because if your family member was out on these roads and highways um, and and they were doing, you know, what, you know, doing work, meaningful work, good work, trying to fix the road, trying to fix the streets, trying to fix the highways and you know somebody came roaring up and wasn't paying attention oops and hit somebody and for you know and 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 heaven forbid kill somebody you know then then would you be cognizant then would you pay attention let's try to avoid that if we can we're going to take our uh, next break second break here when we come back we're going to shift gears and we're going to talk about uh Old farmer's market and how you can get more bang from your buck. That's all I'm going to tell you. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip, and we will be right back.
3: My name is Ron Buck. I am looking forward to bringing you my show, Riverside, every Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. I'll be playing rock and blues, old and new, and featuring Memphis music and events. I hope you'll tune in to Riverside every Friday at 1 p.m. on WYXR 91.7 FM, Raised by Sound. You're listening to WYXR 91.7 FM, Memphis. This is Nancy, and I hope you'll join me on a musical journey from 2 to 4 p.m. Mondays with Memphis Undercover.
0: Yo, what up, what up, what up? It is the president of Driven Type-T, and you're now tuned in to Memphis' own WYXR 91.7 FM. Station with the city soul, man. Come on, you know what it is. (laughs) Remember, never stop. Stay driven.
4: Hey everyone, this is Janet, host of Jaunt with Janet, Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m., bringing you new releases in the rock, pop, and electronic genres with a little bit of the old fused in, all here on WYXR Memphis 91.7 FM.
1: And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis. Chip Washington here, your host. And uh, we're going to uh, shift gears a bit and talk about being healthy and how you can do that and you can get more bang for your buck. Amaranthus Hyden is my guest. And she is um, one of the, uh, I guess, runs or helps to run the uh food uh the farmer's market a uh, cooper young farmer's market as a matter of fact and i want to thank you very much for taking time to be on my show i really appreciate it
5: yeah i'm so excited to be here
1: well listen so you know what what you're doing um at at the at the uh, cooper young farmer's market is uh, pretty unique and obviously um Generally speaking, farmer's market, a lot of people go, a lot of people are living a healthier lifestyle now, and they want to get the fruits and the vegetables and a lot of different things. So tell folks, first of all, what they can expect generally when they visit your farmer's market.
5: So, yeah, um, we've been at it since 2010. Uh, mm-hmm. um, we have a wide variety of different types of food, anything from bagels to fresh tomatoes to um, I think we have chips and salsa. We have tamales. I mean, we've got a wide selection of different types of foods. I mean, pretty much anything you would ever get at the grocery store, we've got there. But we're also a producer only market, which means that this food and the things that we have at our farmers market come directly from the producer. And, um, you know, you'll also be able to see awesome local bands. And we also have amazing um, uh, community uh, member uh, nonprofits that come in and they help either provide information about services that they're doing or even provide services. Like, for example, the corner is coming uh, this weekend. And what's and that? They'll be providing HIV testing.
1: Oh, okay, all right. So, so you do have a little something for everybody, it seems, or so it seems. Anyway. Absolutely. All right. Well, now let's let us let us get into um, what exactly uh, that you are it is that you all are doing now that makes you kind of unique uh, in terms of uh, giving people a little bit more bang for their buck. So go ahead and, and and lay out the two for one for us, if you will. Yeah.
5: So we're we're starting back our program called the Double Greens Program, mm-hmm. and what we do in that program is we take EBT or PEBT. And uh, we match the dollars um, up to $20. So, if, for example, if you um, were to get $20 on your EBT card, we would give you an additional $20 to go towards um, produce that you would uh, buy there.
1: Oh, wow. wow! That's... And we
5: do that because we want to provide higher access to everyone and local produce. Because not only is it about being healthy, but everybody needs good food. Yeah. Like that, you know, it, it, it's not, it's not just about being healthy. It's about being alive yeah. and being well.
1: Yeah. Well, that's very true. We're speaking with Amaranthus Hayden, 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 uh, <laughs> from the uh, Cooper Young Farmers Market. And that last part you just talked about is really the one I want to sort of zero in on. Um, it seems like, you know, these days, um, uh, People are shifting gears in terms of nutrition, in terms of what they put in their body, in terms of being more healthy. Uh, do you find that um, in particular um, with your farmer's market?
5: Yeah, we've been since we started in 2010, we uh, were one of the first markets, not only in the Memphis area, but in Tennessee overall to provide um to, um to allow people to buy produce with their um food stamp their EBT cards mm-hmm.
1: so how that's important always been I'm, I'm sorry how important is that because you know we, we have a city that's very diverse and we have a you know a high uh, you know, poverty rate and a lot of folks can't afford to do things so really what you are providing is vitally important to as you said, to really give everybody an opportunity. And I, I really don't want you to get away without really talking about that, because that to me, access is really the most important thing.
5: Absolutely. Access is the most important thing. And, and my job, particularly, um, we have two managers in the farmer's market. I'm the outreach manager. And I also, and w- like as someone that grew up poor here in Memphis, um, I, I, never really was able to go to farmers markets. And so creating accessibility is such a priority for me. I'm currently trying to work on creating better transportation off, uh, uh, transportation access through Lyft and um, currently trying to get Mata on board and, also working with universities to get shuttles to the market yeah. and then i'll also be uh reaching out to churches in order to see if i can get shuttles from churches to the market i absolutely believe that access is the highest priority for me in getting people to the market so that not only can we help like make the food um the food more affordable but we can also make it more accessible through transportation
1: Man, that that this is really um, a very unique and valuable program that you are discussing. Um, you know, food insecurity is a very big issue here. Accessibility is a very big issue, and that you are reaching out. I mean, truly reaching out. I mean, I mean uh, you know, across the lines and talking about MATA, talking about using Lyft and Uber and 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 other um, uh, a variety of different ways to get people. Here and once that you get them there, then they can really realize, man, wow, we didn't even know this existed. We didn't even know this was here. So this is a great opportunity for everybody to get um, to be a part of this. Now, talk to me about your hours. Are you just open on Saturdays, or or what are the hours of this? Uh,
5: So we are open. So we're the only all year round market. Really. And in memphis okay um and we are open from 8 to 1 p.m so 8 a.m
1: to 1 p.m is that every day or just uh just a, oh wow.
5: and that's just on saturdays
1: okay okay but it's year round now
5: yes okay we are year round
1: wow we are there emirath is hiding is is my guest and uh we've been talking about uh the cooper young uh farmer's market, you said you've been around since 2005? 2010. So that's, yeah. what is that, 11, how, what is that, two, where, where, 21? That's 10 years, right? So 10 years of sustained growth, sustained uh, uh, um, uh, accessibility. So give me your goal. Give me your goal, say a year from now, or, or however far out you plan. What is the goal that you want to reach in reference to the Cooper and Young Farmers Market,
5: I want to be a I want to be a opportunity for farmers to um, to get their their good produce to the people of Memphis, no matter what socioeconomic status they are.
1: There you go, there you go. Well, that sounds that's now that's a plan. And and listen, congratulations <laughs> on what you have done and congratulations on what you are doing for uh, for the citizens of Memphis and Shelby County. This is a big deal, as far as I'm concerned. And I'm very happy to uh, have had you on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. Amaranthus Hayden, thank you so much. Keep up the good work, and if there's anything here at Real Talk Memphis we can do to help you, uh, all you gotta do is let us know.
5: Well, I would just like to end in saying thank you so much for having me. And if anyone's interested in helping keep this program alive, please go to our website at CYCFarmersMarket.org, click on the Double Greens tab, and then click Donate. And that's how we keep this program going. And thank you so much. This has been so awesome.
1: Well, thank you very, very much. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. All right, that I really enjoyed that because that was some information that I did not know, obviously, and I I would assume if you're listening, you probably didn't know a lot about that either. But the two-for-one deal is something you cannot pass up, and it's good, healthy food, and they are trying to create an accessibility lane for you to be able to get there and do what you need to do and go on your way. Final break. When we come back, we are going to... Oh, dim the lights. It's lights, camera, action time when we come back. We're going to talk about the world of theater. Hattie Lou Theater, to be exact. This is Real Talk Memphis. Right back.
0: there this is zach ives my show a box of records plays every tuesday night 4 p.m to 6 p.m right here on wyxr 91.7 fm memphis tennessee
4: everyone, this is Janet, host of Jaunt with Janet, Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. Bringing you new releases in the rock, pop, and electronic genres with a little bit of the old fused in. All here on WYXR Memphis, 91.7 FM.
3: My name is Ron Buck. I am looking forward to bringing you my show, Riverside, every Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. I'll be playing rock and blues, old and new, and featuring Memphis music and events. I hope you'll tune into to Riverside every Friday at 1 p.m. on WYXR 91.7 FM, Raised by Sound.
2: This is Bishop Phoebe Rofe of the Episcopal Diocese of West Tennessee. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. at WYXR 91.7 FM to hear conversations with community leaders about the role of faith in their lives. That's Faithfully Memphis right here on WYXR FM.
3: You're listening to WYXR 91.7 FM, Memphis. This is Nancy, and I hope you'll join me on a musical journey from 2 to 4 p.m. Mondays with Memphis Undercover.
1: and welcome back to real talk memphis i'm your host chip washington and uh Ekendayo. uh this is uh real talk memphis uh, if you are doing the zoom put in wyxr in lower case i think i think i think you're there All right, okay can you unmute can you yeah, me? I am so sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Man, I
4: did not have the passcode.
1: Well, you know, we're...
4: It's not your fault. Well, it's not your fault.
1: No, that's okay. But listen, man, look, I just want to thank you. For coming on the show, I really do. Oh, I really man, appreciate you my being pleasure. here, man. My pleasure. My pleasure. Ekendayo Bandele, who is oh, the, the 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 oh, okay the, 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 <laughs> is that okay? Did I did I say it right? Did you I do it right? that just right, brother? Uh, I appreciate beard, that. Beard. He yeah. he is the CEO of the Hattie Lou Theater, a legendary theater house in this town. And listen, thank you again for coming on the show. And I'm excited because you uh, have launched your season. Post-pandemic, and uh, tell our listeners. Well, first of all, tell us what it was like going through that whole pandemic scenario. You know, and as a as the head of a theater uh, yeah. group in this town, talk about that.
4: Well, you know what? The, the beginning of it, of course, was was nerve wracking because uh, there was this so can constant. Uh, everything's going to end next week everything's gonna be back to normal next month. So that was this constant stop and go, stop and go. So that took some while to get used to, but when we finally just said, you know what, this thing is going to last for a while, um, we are, you know, we're gonna be stuck here. We decided to create programming for the long haul.
1: Okay. Right. Uh-huh. And
4: um, so, so we just, we were like, okay, you know what, we're here, we're in this space, we're in this moment we gotta make the best of it. We're not gonna bemoan it. Now, yeah, we lost all of our earned revenue, meaning we couldn't sell tickets, we couldn't rent the space, we couldn't sell uh, subscriptions. We had to let go of a lot of employees to make certain that the theater could do its mission and stay fiscally sound. But then, um, you know, back in like January, we started hearing more and more rumblings from the Shelby County Health Department, Mm -hmm. and they started at least laying down some restrictions
1: right right now
4: they didn't lay down any restrictions for theaters or performing arts organizations but i was seeing what they were doing with restaurants and other places like that Uh and so we were able to work with the health department to open we were the first performing arts organization in the city to open and i'm almost certain in the state or the region and so we were able to open at the beginning of march with some limited shows. And so that got us back into mm-hmm. things, but we've actually used this time to kind of look at our um, strategies, look at our programming right. and see if there's opportunities for us to get better.
1: We are speaking with Ekendayo Bandela. He is the CEO of Hattie Lou Theater. And uh, you have already started. Now let's go from 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 the from the pandemic to post-pandemic and you have started your season and uh, you have uh, several good shows coming up. You've already, you've had what, two so far? Two? two well, uh, we had,
4: so what we did, because we we closed on season 14, right before season 15. Okay. So we called it season 14.5. Okay. So we just finished season 14.5, which was three shows. Okay. And the last one closed last week.
1: So are folks uh, starting to now they are realizing the things they're letting up the restrictions and folks are getting back out and about? Uh, are your crowds starting to 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 get a little thicker? Are folks starting to to go out and enjoy some really good theater courtesy of Hattie Lou?
4: Oh, most definitely. You know that first play we put on back in March. You know we had a lot of people who were nervous, understandably, because they hadn't been around individuals, even though. They were quarantined in like an opera-like box with people that they knew.
1: Yeah, I noticed Made that. Everyone yeah. had
4: on a mask. Yeah. But by the end of our last play, so we had three plays. Each play ran for a month. By the end of our last play, people got, um, I'm not going to say they got more comfortable. I'm just going to say they trust Hattie Lou more. They yeah. saw and felt that we were putting their health first. So I'm hoping in August when we start season 15, people really trust us.
1: So, how many shows are in a season?
4: Um, so, we typically do between six and eight, okay. depending on the sh- uh, depending on the lineup.
1: Okay, so six and eight, between six and eight shows. Are you selling tickets for the upcoming season now? Um, so, tickets
4: don't go on sale for the first show until I can't remember the exact date, but it's in July. So tickets go on sale six weeks before every play opens. But people who had already purchased a season 15 subscription, they were able to, they're able to go on now and make their reservations for the entire season.
1: Talk a little bit about uh, the history, the few minutes I have left here of, of, of Hattie Lou and what it has meant uh, to the city of Memphis and Shelby County as a whole.
4: Well, you know, the big thing is, uh, Memphis is 64 point something percent black. Mm-hmm. Prior to Hattie Lou, the last black theater here closed, I think in around 2001, 2002, there was no black theater in the city. Mm-hmm. The only black theater being done in a predominantly black city was uh, the popular musical, you know, that people would come see black folks sing and dance yeah. or there was the black history play. Yeah, But none of the plays that really define the diversity of Black life and Black culture, uh, none of those were being done. So when Hattie new opened, we truly gave a theatrical and artistic voice to the Black community in this city. And that not only benefits the Black community, it also benefits the white community, Hispanic community, and so on and so forth, people who are interested in Black stories and who may have an aha moment yeah. Come in coming to see a black play.
1: Now you have. Uh, I don't know if you. If if it. If, if, I don't think it's run yet. The Jeffrey Owens, if, yeah. if, if, not, if if I'm not mistaken, is going to be the star of one of your, your upcoming shows. Talk about that.
4: Yeah, he's the first show. Uh, Jeffrey Owens. He mm-hmm. has a play called Now I Am Alone, mm-hmm. which is uh, a Shakespearean show. It's never been done. So it premieres here at Hatton Theater, and a lot of people may know him as Elvin on The Cosby Show. Exactly. But a lot of people don't know he is a Yale graduate with a focus in classical theater like Shakespeare.
1: So this is right up his alley, no doubt. Oh, man, he
4: loves this, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: well, listen, um, for ticket information, for folks that want to get in contact with you, find out what's going on, uh, please let everybody know.
4: www www.hattilu.org or just Google Black Theater Memphis we pick pop up. Um, we're in Overden Square, 37 South Cooper, where you can call us 525-0009. And if I can plug the big show next season.
1: Do it, do it's it.
4: Angie Stone playing Billie Holiday. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. wait. Oh, yeah, see? An, Angie? see? Angie Stone?
4: Angie Stone playing Billie Holiday for us. Playing the Billie Angie Stone.
1: Holiday. And, yes, uh, when is that show?
4: That's in April.
1: Okay, well, I need to go on reserve my little <laughs> front row right by now. You- if you know, since you're gonna put that out there, it is early. I might, as well, I, might, I, might, I might as well go ahead and commit to that myself, man. That, that's gonna be a big, big, big deal. But listen, listen, <laughs> thank you so much, uh, can you. Dial for, for coming on the show. Sorry, we had a little bit of a, a, yeah, a, I'm a, a sorry issue. About no, 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 you're great. Listen, then, thank you so much. Thank you for what you do for, for the arts and for theater here in Memphis. We appreciate you, and listen, you're welcome back on this show anytime. I appreciate it. Take care. All right. You too. All right. All right. Well, we finally got through it tonight. Uh, you know, a couple of uh, glitches notwithstanding, I want to thank uh, my crew. Uh, there's a few of them <laughs> here tonight. Uh, we got Jack, a man in the boards. We got Adam. We have Marquette. Marquette. And you know, Adam and Marquette on my short timers—they're gonna be moving on here at some particular point in time. I also have. <laughs> don't listen to Marquette. Don't 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 pay him any attention. We also we also have. Um, I I I like Kobe. You don't like do you? Is, can I, is that is that cool? Do oh, we call you Nicole? Okay, I call him Nicole. Nicole is here. DJ Lola is in the house as well. That's Ayala. So, and and listen, it takes a village. It takes a lot of folks to try to get this together because it's not so much to get this together, it's to keep me together. So I really appreciate them coming and spending an hour with me and uh, walking us through this show. And as he plays us out, Big Jack, thank you for your work tonight, by the way. Not bad on the board. Uh, Play us on out. And uh, as we uh, head for the exits... Thank you for taking some time to be with us tonight. I hope you enjoyed the show as much as we hope uh, uh, enjoyed bringing it to you. And if the Lord says so, I'll be back the same time, the same station, the same seat. And maybe we'll actually do the show. Oh, by the way, you forgot to tell me, there's no show next week. We're dark next week for the 4th of July holiday, but we will be back the week after that. In the meantime, in between time, be good to each other be careful be safe out there okay and i'm praying for you pray for us in the meantime i am chip and i am out